Hey hey, how's it going? Two episodes in one day. Not sure what my pub- publishing regimen will be. One a day, two a day. Who knows? We shall see. Anyway, I'm out with Poppy again. Just Poppy. But Clover's home. We took her to the vets this morning and she was kept in. So I talked about that on the recording I did this morning. So we left her, she got put on a drip for rehydration, antibiotics. And we got a call at two o'clock this afternoon to say that all was well. Well, ish. In fact, I'll I'll read out the message because Lorraine sent me over WhatsApp. Okay, oh positive, bloods, haematology and biochemistry, protein, liver, kidneys, all within normal range. She's brightened up a lot. Drip's going well. X-ray, definitely no stone. Very easy to see on an X-ray. No gas loop. When you have a foreign body, gas builds up behind it, forming a gas loop. Some areas of gut look more thickened. The actual wall of the gut, e.g. as if responding to an infection slash inflammation. So I still think it's something toxic she's eaten. She says there's no need to do any exploratory operation today. She prefers medical treatment and see how she responds. She'll keep her on the drip throughout the day and maybe send her home through the night. She can send her home with the catheter still in place. We can try her out with some chicken and rice this evening. And Charlotte, the vet, is going to ring at six to confirm. So, that was the message. And she did, in fact, ring at six and said, come by and pick her up. So, Clover's home. She does look a lot brighter. She was so happy to see us. It's such a heartwarming thing. Dogs, eh? So, we just cooked some rice. She's on medication antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, painkillers and something else, I can't remember but she just ate some chicken she actually was looking quite excited about eating and that's the first time in a few days that that's happened so we're super pleased we gave her just chicken I've got some rice on the hob just now so we'll give her more, a bit more chicken and rice Maybe in a couple of hours time, along with some tablets crushed up and hopefully she'll have a restful night and start to mend. So it looks as though the diagnosis was correct and so far Poppy seems not to have caught it. She's doing okay, little Poppy. So all things, all things are looking good. And, so you will have listened, if you have, to my chatting about getting myself out there, making a movie of the Aaron Open Studios, which is running this weekend, Friday to Monday. And you'll have heard my coming to the conclusion that it's really an opportunity for me, and I'd be crazy to miss it. So, you'll be pleased to hear it's been a fantastic day to coin a lyric from Haircut 100. (laughs) I got home, as I said, had myself some breakfast and spoke to my daughter Freya 
and asked her if she'd like to come with me and she said she would. So it was brilliant. I packed up two cameras, one on a tripod, one on a gimbal, with microphones plugged in, one with a Rode stereo mic and one with a Rode video micro and went round with just 16mm lens on the gimbal. It turned out that two cameras was overkill and so Freya was with me and carried my Aperture Amaran 672W light and lit up only once or twice when it was required and it was a really really fun day. We got around only 10 of the 43 artists so we've got some work to do over Sunday and Monday and we started at Tim Pomeroy's. Now Tim's a guy I know reasonably well, he's a really good musician and sculptor. His wife Josephine is a painter and they were displaying together so it was two in one and it was a really nice place to start. Probably Tim I would say is one of the most celebrated artists on the island, certainly one of the most well known and it was it was made all the easier for my starting out on the project with, with someone I know. And we had a lovely time there. I met a friend of mine called Claire with her little daughter Alice. And we had a nice conversation too. So it was a really good start to the project. And from there we headed towards Whiting Bay. Stopped off at a few more art establishments or people's homes in probably most of the cases. If not all, in fact, I think all the people were actually working from studios in their homes or displaying in their living rooms and that kind of thing. So it was a fabulous day. We got round 10, as I said. We stopped in Whiting Bay for lunch. Went into what used to be um, Bay Stores, I think. I'm trying to remember what it's changed to. Run by a woman called Claire Reeves. I can't remember the name of the, sh the shop now. Little cafe and grocery store, convenience store. And it's a nice cup of tea, bought some oat cakes and some cheese. And from there we headed to another couple of places in Whiting Bay. And then finished at my friend Heather McLeod's. And Heather's a musician that I've played with over the years, many, many times. We played together in the, the Aaron Cayley band and we've done the odd duet here and there together, or trio. And she's a really good friend. So it was a nice place for us to finish. And Heather is a, she paints silk, silk landscapes mainly of Aaron landscapes, but she also does steampunk artwork and she plays the harp, so she's a very, very talented artist. Her studio is lovely. So what were the challenges I found today? Well, the challenge I expected to be the biggest was interacting with the artists, being sociable. But what I discovered was it was actually a lot of fun. And I think that this is the kind of project creative project, artistic project, call it what you will, is the kind of thing that can really bring out the best in me. It can show me that it's lovely to meet people and talk to them, get a bit of the story instead of 
trying to hide away from people and avoid them, which is my kind of default position. And that's not a, a default position that I particularly enjoy. It's not the person I want to be. And so an artistic project like this where I'm, I'm going and knocking on someone's door with a camera in my hand, and it's not just a small mirrorless camera, it's a small mirrorless camera with a microphone sticking out the top attached onto a gimbal with dual handles and a tripod sticking out the bottom. So it does look like I'm a filmmaker perhaps, a little bit more professional than just a tourist with a camera around his neck. So I suppose that gives people, puts people on their, on their guard a little bit. And I found that to be the case when I would politely ask if people would mind if I filmed them. For the most part, they were okay with it, or they were a bit hesitant and then allowed it anyway, and then it went really well. There was only one instance where the artist didn't want to be on camera, and that's fine. You know, I know not everybody wants to do that, so um, I filmed his artwork. He was fine with that, so you'll hear some voiceover because we did have a conversation while I was filming so I'm not quite sure how to how to edit that and I was recording pretty much all of the time on the device into which I'm now talking the little Tascam DR10L in my pocket and the microphone clipped onto my collar so you'll pick up my questions and I'm sure you'll be able to pick up the the artists now, because I was using the Rode Video Micro, it is a directional microphone. So when it was pointing at artwork rather than at artist, the sound won't be quite as, as clear. And that's, that's how the microphone is designed. Perhaps what I'll do tomorrow is switch that mic out for the Rode Stereo Mic because it's designed really not to be directional but to pick up more of what's going on around it so it has a much wider pickup pattern so that would make sense actually if I'm going to use just the one camera as I did today and that makes sense because it worked really well then I think I'll switch mics and keep going with the recorder in my pocket but also get better audio from from the camera when it's not pointing at the artists. It's interesting what I found in probably 80% of the cases is that whenever I turned off the camera, the conversation got much more interesting and open and free. A particular instance of that was Coral and Fiona, two, two girls who ran the Maker's Fair at the castle, was that just last weekend? It might have been two weekends ago. I can't remember exactly, but they, they're really great girls. And we had such a great conversation all about the Maker's Fair, how successful it was, what the challenges were that they faced, and the kind of feedback that they've got, and how it's going to be happening again next year. It's already been booked. And what they, they think is the best things and the worst things about it. And I think that conversation was really valuable 
I didn't have the camera on, so I'm not sure how that conversation would have gone had the camera been pointing at them. I suspect quite well, actually, because they both responded to the camera, despite Coral's having said that she didn't like being on camera. Um, so I will have those conversations recorded, but only from my microphone, my lavalier microphone, on the collar of my shirt. So they did most of the talking, so it's possible I'll be able to use it and boost them a little bit and then cut the signal a bit when, whenever I speak to try and try and level it out or, or just use a compressor see if I can get it usable that way and then I'm not sure really where to put it because this this rambly quoth the Camzer channel is is really just a personal indulgence for me to have a device to talk into which I'm really enjoying actually I really am, I'm getting a lot of it's only been three days, I think, and I'm getting a lot of um, sort of therapy. It's helping me a lot in so many ways, and I think I'm going to continue doing it. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not really worried about what the, the kind of response is. Um, but if you do want to give me some feedback, I would, I would love to hear it. I don't know if it will change what I'm doing. Well, yeah, possibly, let's stay open-minded. Let's stay open-minded. So, yeah, these, these conversations that we had off camera, but on mic, with the artists not actually knowing that the mic was on. So that's a potential issue. If it turns out that they let the guard down because they saw the camera was off. I don't know, I think it's all right because it was all it was all conversation relating to to the art project that's on this weekend and to other art projects and relationships between artists on the island and I think it's really valuable content not only for the artists but for for the listener as well. well let me know what you think I, I really would love to hear if you have any thoughts on that but yeah I was saying about the channel where would I put that kind of thing because I've got this one for me. I've got my guitar, acoustic guitar I.O. channel for interviews. I've got my diary of a guitar teacher. So what do I do? Start another channel for audio clips? I don't know. I'll need to give that some thought. A podcast I've been listening to this week is called By The Way. And it's made by a local called John Boyd, an Aaron man who is involved in the catering industry. He's a chef by profession and a great guy, really nice, friendly, warm. And I met him last week in Crofters when he was recording an interview with Donald and Ilana. Uh, and then Mike Bailey came in. Mike Bailey played some of his own songs and John recorded them. So up until then I hadn't, I wasn't even aware of the fact that John was making a podcast. But he gave me his card and I went home and looked it up at bytheway.scot, S-C-O-T. And I downloaded, I think maybe there are 10 or 12 episodes published so far. And they were absolutely brilliant. 
John has a background in audio. He certainly has worked in radio. I'm not sure where else he's worked. Perhaps I should interview him. <laughs> that would be interesting. But he had some good kit. I think he was using a Zoom F4, I believe it was, which is a much bigger unit than the H4N Pro that I have. And he was using, it was an AKG shotgun mic with a wind protector on the top and he was he was doing it broadcast style holding the microphone in front of his interlocutor and then moving it to his own mouth when, when he had something to say it was all very professionally done and when he recorded the music he set up a, a pair of condensers might also have been AKGs, I can't remember I did ask him and uh, I may have recorded that because I was taping Mike Bailey's playing as well on my Zoom H4N just with uh, the built-in mics and uh, I may have had that running so I can listen back and see what mics that he was using but anyway it was a really professional setup so when I downloaded his, his podcast and listened back they're, they're really professionally done he does voiceover work and c cuts up the audio clips into makes a really nice story out of it and instead of you hearing his asking questions on the mic he either alludes to the questions or asks them in the voiceover and then cuts to the answers and it was a really slick way of doing it he also edits in background music at appropriate points and also ambient music just from what's going on in the background and you know it worked it worked tremendously well now I don't know whether I would have the time to figure out how to do that and also to do it I mean figuring out how to do it I'm pretty much there I think anyway I have done a little bit of that in the Acoustic Guitar I.O. podcast really just with introductions and outros but it was it was really interesting to listen to to get an idea of, of how a professional goes about making it sounded actually less like a podcast and more like a radio broadcast if that makes sense not to say that the medium dictates the content but that's the kind of feeling i had it was like i was listening to a, a show on radio 4 or radio scotland which are bbc properties so it was very interesting. He, he did interview Tim Pomeroy, who's someone that I would really like to talk to as well. Tim's the first port of call that we made today on our, our Open Studios project. And his guitar playing is phenomenal. And John spoke to him about his guitar playing and also his sculpture with some background information and, and what have you. So. I would recommend that you have a listen to that as a as a good place to start. It's quite near the beginning of the broadcast, maybe episodes two and three. So download them and have a listen, get an idea of what I'm talking about with the production value and the content. So with all that said, those are my thoughts for today as I walk along Lamlash Beach with the tide out. It's absolutely beautiful here tonight. It's been another warm day, very warm. 
for this part of Scotland. Probably, I would say, around 25 degrees Celsius, which is, you know, is getting up there for this part of the world. Luckily, we're right on the coast, and so there's, there's usually some respite that you wouldn't feel in London, places like that. It's funny, my, whenever I think of London, I often think of the hot, hot summers, because that's how it was when I was down there in Woolwich in hospital at the age of 18, where I had my lot of surgery to get my leg back in shape again. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's perhaps a story for another time. So, well, thank you all for listening. Please, if you're interested in giving me feedback, hit me up. I generally post these on Facebook with a link to the Anchor podcast. It hasn't yet hit the big podcast clients, namely Apple, but also Google and Overcast, which is my preferred podcast client. So I think Anchor tends to filter these things out slowly, slowly. Uh, or speaking of podcast platforms, Anchor.fm is free. And for each podcast I've produced so far, of which there are now three, I've had to create a separate account. And so I started looking at other podcast providers, one of which is Fireside. It's run by Dan Benjamin of 5x5.tv. And I know Dan's content very well. I've been listening to his podcasts for years now, many years in fact. And... His platform looks fantastic, but you're talking about $19 a month for the first show, and then I think it's $9 for each additional show. So it doesn't make sense at this juncture to be spending money publishing when I can do it for free, albeit without very much control. So what I would ask, I suppose, is if you would consider supporting me on Patreon that would allow me to start shifting my content to somewhere where I have more control over it and then perhaps trying to attract advertisers onto my podcasts I know that's that's the goal for for most podcasters I think well it's not my goal I mean I, I love I love talking into the mic as you probably gathered because I've been doing it now for a good 30 minutes, I think, without really pausing for much breath. So I do love talking into the microphone and I love all the mental health benefits that it's giving me. Getting my mind in order and, and sharing freely my thoughts, you know. But to, to get some financial assistance would be fantastic and to have control over my content would be even more fantastic. And then to be able to to actually make a living doing this. And I'm not looking for a lot of money to be able to retire. I'm simply looking for enough to be able to earn a living and support my family through making content. And in order to do that, my content has to be valuable, has to be engaging. So I'm sure you all understand that. But if you would like to contribute that would be absolutely fantastic the easiest way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash acoustic guitar io and that will help me out immensely you could also help a lot by sharing this podcast uh, 
or any of my other podcasts with your friends and by going on to iTunes I know that this one's not there yet but believe the other two are Diary of a Guitar Teacher maybe and Acoustic Guitar I.O. certainly is so if you can go into iTunes find the podcast and give it a rating and a comment that really helps the algorithms to to push the content higher up the tree and get it in front of more people as a suggestion you know the kind of thing you enjoyed this guitar podcast maybe you'll enjoy that one that sort of thing so if you could do that it would mean the world to me thank you so much folks i'm going to switch off now enjoy the silence and then get home and see how clover's doing so i will speak to you all very soon thanks for listening bye for now